0: used to try to do the intro thing but i can't do that so we're, we're just gonna like i get all tense and screwed up and i'm like welcome to the show and it feels unnatural so i'm like whatever well
1: so you just go with it and just so go for with you it. do you get do you get called uh sean do i call you sean or godless poutine or secret me, you, podcaster
0: you can call me sean just call me sean
1: thanks for having me sean it's a pleasure to be here too
0: you blog over at Carib right?
1: Carib that's correct.
0: And what? Okay, so then you are from the Caribbean, obviously from Barbados originally.
1: That's correct. Yeah, and just to say, the blog is actually called No Religion, No Reason, which is N O Religion, K N O W Reason. And uh, yeah, I am from Barbados originally, and still have quite a few contacts there, so I try to try to keep my links there. But now I live in Calgary, Canada. Uh, where where I have been for the last seven years?
0: Are you still sort of uh, in the know about the situation in um, in the Caribbean? I guess you are because you have your podcast, Free Thinking Island.
1: Right. Yeah, I was going to mention that after the blogging that we do have Free Thinking Island, which I should say I really enjoy. Do it with uh, Joy Holloway, and it's a it's a partnership with her in uh, New Jersey and me in Calgary. But we're both from Barbados, and I've been I've been fortunate to have a. Uh, Quite to have kept the connection because when I came here to do my research, I did renewable energy for the Caribbean. That's what my research is here. I did it at University of Calgary, but my data field, so to speak, is in the Caribbean. So I had a, an opportunity in the five years I was doing that study to actually go to a number of the islands and through that, I was able to get a lot of uh, contacts from in, in the secular community. Actually, it is through meeting some of these people in places like Barbados and Jamaica and St. Lucia and, uh, other, uh, and Dominica that I started to realize hey, there are a number of us in, in, in the Caribbean based there and based here, because then some in, in US and Canada I met others as well. In any island I go to, I try to make a contact with the secular community or even an individual there so that uh, I get to hear more information. And then once we do that through social media, Facebook, etc., at least I get a general idea of what's going on in the countries. And it's been positive to recognize that there have been changes, not as quickly as we would like, but still. That at least there is some there's some activity on the ground now in the in at least a number of the islands and I think there's a lot of possibility for that to expand. We started uh, a couple of years ago. We went to the blackout secular rally in New York where we launched the the organization called Caribbean Secular Alliance. Uh, since then, because of uh, some of the factors we haven 't really been able to build on that to a large extent, but we still have a, an online presence and Because we still have activities of the different groups and different podcasts here and there and blogs we 've been able to at least keep that going and keep our and keep ourselves somewhat in the in the in the public eye. And uh, just as we're talking about Barbados, I should mention here, you know, in terms of our free thinking and secular community, they have that group there—agnostic, atheists, and free thinkers of Barbados, which started off as a as an online Facebook group, but they've had a few meetups as as well now. And I did meet them, I guess, just before they started. That would have been in 2014. But uh, it's it's moving. So when you do, if and when you go there, you have a community to to start you off
0: i found that when i was there religion seemed to permeate a lot but it was an interesting dichotomy my father-in-law's funeral there um the the pastor would even he even mentioned atheists and i'm looking around and i'm yeah. like where are the atheists i i do they exist i guess they do because he's talking about them he, he would say and the atheist he would say it like that even when you go to something like Cropover, for instance, in Barbados, I saw. I never, I've never been. I'd love to go. Right. Yeah.
1: It's but great. Um,
0: um, you look at the costumes and what's going on there, and and Rihanna there pouring alcohol all over the place, <laughs> I, and I'm,
1: I'm just out, out her body <laughs> over the onto and I'm the thinking, costume.
0: And I'm thinking, okay, uh, what's going on here? I mean, this seems very uh, religious, but uh, on Sundays. But I'm not sure how it's like the rest of the week.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you need to get something, need to have something to repent for, something
0: to. You may as God, well make it, it worth you. it, huh?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God has to cleanse you from sin, so so just go ahead and do that. But you're also right. There, there are so many contradictions there. And actually, when I was growing up, you talked about where are the atheists. Well, when I was there and I was a kid in church, I don't think they mentioned atheists. They used to talk about people who didn't believe in God, you know, like if you don't believe in God, these things will happen to you. And yet, I didn't know anybody who didn't believe in God. So I wondered like who are we really talking to? You know, because because no one in my circle was was of a different opinion. So it's almost like you're 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 speaking to
0: indiv- in- invisible opponent, like bogeyman or something. <laughs> right,
1: exactly. So, so interesting to, for you to hear that. But yeah, Bobby, this is a very interesting, interesting place in 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 that in that respect. You, you know, we 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 I think have a very big reverence for 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 religion. I think even our, even people who may not believe in a strong way as in some other places still feel as important to hold on to this and I think almost in a superstition that we need to have we at least need to be show sure ourselves to be a religious island or a christian island for god to at least continue to bless us i think like many other caribbean islands it's it's almost like we have to we have to check in i think joy likes to talk about uh, uh ticking like checking in the box as you go into work. It's almost like we have to say, we have to show God, okay, that we are a Christian nation, at least in what we say and how we proclaim it, even if some of the activities perhaps are not seen as Christian in the in in. in and the way that others would look at it. From my perspective, I just see Christianity in any way as a belief system, and I try not to really associate it with behavior as, as much, although that's what a lot of people like to do. So I never um, never really saw it as a major problem. Actually, I came back up in the Anglican Church, where which is sort of more liberal in terms of a Barbadian perspective. And so many of us, used to take part in over activities. And we didn't see us, ourselves as being in any way contradictory because it was just a fun, a fun festival. However, many of the evangel- evangelists would look at that and say, well, you guys are not really Christians. And so you would have those on the other side that will say, hey, that, that these are people that are not really Christians. And in, some, and, in some, and in many cases, when those people talk to us, we didn't always say we were Christians. It's a, it's a funny thing. I think that is part of the reason why when atheists come into Barbados, it's strange. Because it's, I think they view us as what they would consider the people who aren't really Christians. Because I think a lot of us who were and who would have taken part in things like Crop Over might say we didn't think about religion much, and we just did uh, what we what we enjoyed, and we probably knew in the back of the in the back of our minds maybe someday we turn to God or when we got too old for jumping or for being, for being at these events you just suddenly come to Jesus and you know that's what would work. So it was almost like we're Christians, but just don't bother us with this Christianity thing right now until. We're ready for
0: it and it could be also it has a lot to do with social um of you know course. cohesion there everybody asked me I mean yeah. when I was in when I was in uh Saint Lucy everyone said oh you're you're are you you're going up to Saint Clement's right they yeah, they Saint they Clement. they identified the church
1: everybody assumes that you are at least attached to the church and that's part of it the social pressures to be part of it isn't strong there you know um even if I said you're not going to church every Sunday, people still—it's still a badge of honor. It's something you wear with pride. I am—you um, know—I go to St Clements St Swithin's or Christ the King, which is where I went to church, or St Paul's or St Michael's. It's—it's it's still something that you—that you wear as a kind of badge of honor. That okay, I might be a kind of a rogue, but you know what? I grew up in the church, or I used to be a server, or I used to sing in the choir. These are things that people hold on to because. In the society, it's still seen as something something to be revered, something to be positive about, and, and uh, something that gives you a sort of social legitimacy in the, in the country itself. Uh, even I use it sometimes myself uh, when I'm talking to people to say, you know, yeah, I went to church, I used to play here and there, and then they say, oh, well, you know, you know about these things. And then you get to be part of the discussion. In the mainstream, we're still a little bit, outside of that you know it's not like it's not like we are appearing on cbc and it's not cbc canada you know cbc CBC, caribbean Caribbean casting corporation which is barbados television we are not it's not like we are there uh in, in 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 that so much when it comes to the mainstream when it comes to the public square so to speak it's still very much religion uh you you spoke i remember about you remember the Charlie Charlie? I guess you'll we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah. Let's Science get to Charlie, the Charlie yeah. Charlie. Yeah, because I, I just I guess it's a bit of a segue because in that in in that Charlie Charlie uh mayhem, I don't know what oh, Armenia we had in the Car in Bar-Aedas and a number of the other islands as well. It seems to have been a, a bit of a Caribbean thing. This idea that this Mexican demon called Charlie was 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 somehow haunting uh, people at these at these schools. The interesting thing was, uh, yeah, on this day was headline news in uh, on that particular evening, uh, that these people were playing this game with this pencils, with the two pencils, and you ask questions, and the pencils will move to a point on a paper to say yes or no. And this was the demon Charlie speaking. It's
0: like a, it's like a sort of a low budget Ouija board.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, that's what poor man's Ouija board is. What it's often been referred to or low budget, as you said. And this was, this was apparently uh, one or two of the schools in the country. They said that some of the students started to, to, to behave strangely. Uh, there were teachers there talking, science teacher, mind, mind you, about levitating deaths, their papers being torn by themselves, children just behaving strange, exhibiting strange behavior. And, they, and the people uh, called in, priests, we we talked about this in Free Thinking Ireland, that it wasn't policed and they brought in priests to pray for the children to try to get these demons out. I think the whole last period like uh, like the, the children had to go out for prayer for the last period, I think this, the schools were ended early or whatever. What I'm saying is that education time was lost uh, due to this and uh, I mean, at the, at the evening when they had reports on it, the only people who spoke to the event were all pastors who believe in it like they they didn't talk to any skeptics everybody was saying well we need to keep our children safe from these things they don't know what they're playing with they can play with things that put them in danger like it's all like Parental responsibility for the children, not responsibility for education, but to protect them from these demons and these spirits. And it's the, so
0: it's so sad that that happened in 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 the church, uh, not in a school as well.
1: In a school, in, I mean, a school is a secular is a secular space. I mean, and there's there's reports of people being threatened with uh, being suspended for playing the game, and uh, and, and and I mean. <laughs> It's just, it's just amazing how how out of hand the thing went, and and I mean what what we're saying with the whole cyclorism is that even though there are people in Barbados who I would speak to and say, well, this is nonsense. Nobody's coming into, they're not they're not willing to to say that, and I can. Well understand why they're not willing to say that in a sort of like the public in the public sphere or to go on to cBC tv and 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 put that opposing view so that even though that opposing view is there it's not heard and for some people who may not be that uh, skeptical uh, they can they can believe that some of these things are true and uh, and I think that a lot of uh, a lot of barbarians even though they are very uh, they're very well educated, or I should say, we, because I consider myself obviously very much a part of that group. That there's still a, a still a fear of the superstition, and still a, a strong belief in the superstition that goes alongside that. And uh, people who are are atheists or agnostics are still seen as, well, you guys are a little bit a, a bit don't quite have the full understanding of things. There's a, there's a feeling that there's a physical realm, the the, the mental and then the spiritual. And if you just put everything down to just physical and brain states, you're kind of missing this other part of life. And I think a lot of intellectual people still have this feeling that the spiritual is important, even though it's not, it's not actually justified through evidence because, uh, yeah,
0: they, they kind of, they're, it's like they're in love with that idea. They, they've got, and when you've got a large armory of, of weapons that you can draw from to defend that, it's even worse. Oh, yeah. It's hard to to argue with someone who's very intelligent, obviously.
1: Yeah, and, and, and the and and then they're able to you're able to rationalize a lot. I was giving this some thought over the last few days in a sense. I mean there, there, there's there there's there're people like I like to listen to the calling programs in Barbados because this is where you know what's going on. And I know there's there is a person there who calls in from time to time. I'd say like he's like the conspiracy theorist dream. I mean he talks about <laughs> everything from aliens and maybe the reptilians to, to all all the demons and all that kind of thing, all the alternative medicine. You you, you name it. But he gets a hearing. And when people listen to him, they say, well, he's fascinating and he speaks very intellectually. He would give, he he, he has, there's a certain logic to what he's presenting. Oh, it could be what he, totally
0: consistent. Totally. totally
1: consistent. This is what I'm getting to that. If you look at logic instead of, in terms of if then, like you're into computers and, you know, if they're demons, then it's, it's reasonable to think that those demons could affect people and that those demons could make people... Act in strange ways and they could they which could, uh, they do which they do and we can see that and we can see they speak in tongues or things that people don't understand and do we see that yes we see that so it's, it's totally consistent it's just that the premise that they're starting with is an unjustified premise but most people don't really hit out at the premises. They just, they just, it sounds logical, it sounds reasonable, and it also sounds exciting. I think that a lot of times these kind of ideas are fun. They are, they they capture the imagination. I I went out to, this is uh, on the side, this is um, some of the Caribbean people that I meet with here, because I have Caribbean uh, people here that are my friends from different islands. And uh, we talk and we have fun, but this guy's, he starts to talk about uh, this goat that turned into a human. Now, you can imagine that you are. You know, you laugh what, about that, why you why don't people smiling. have cell
0: phones? I don't understand that, why they don't take video of all this stuff.
1: But, but, but he's dead serious. It's a kind of awkward moment when you're talking to people about, yeah, this music is good or whatever, and mm-hmm. suddenly somebody comes into this, and you go silent because I don't know what to do with that. But this guy is arguing that the goat, if you look at the goat, he has a scar on his leg. Mm -hmm. And when he turned back into human, the human had the scar on the same spot.
0: But humans only have two legs.
1: Yeah, but don't worry about that. It's like some leg is similar. (laughs) And how do you explain that? So there's some way I think you can make your brain that makes this sort of make sense because it kind of has some consistency. And if you are sort of predisposed to it and you have a got a latent belief in the supernatural that allows all these things in and especially when you tell these stories and people are there mouth aghast because I think you know we have a very oral tradition in the Caribbean and I suppose Africa as well and that oral tradition makes these stories kind of find their legs and people say wow that's amazing and before you know it then the other person is word of mouth saying I met this guy yesterday and he's and I can tell that he was telling the truth about this oh, book and Because he believed man. it
0: entirely, right?
1: Yeah, and he was totally convincing of the way he said it. I mean, um, we have countries in the Caribbean that have legislation against the supernatural.
0: Actually, just to uh, circle around a, a thought that I had a couple seconds ago. Um, so, I, I mean, in North America and in Canada, it seems like, um, I, I guess... I guess you have the secular movement, you have, uh, you know, the, the atheists, the secularists, etc., and they're saying things like, well, the LGBT groups, they kind of laid the foundation. They, they, they pushed through, you know, we have marriage equality, we have all these right. things and now, and now we can use some of the same techniques or maybe to try and it's a similar struggle, um, in Barbados i get the feeling that it i i don't know where it stands like is it worse to be an out atheist or is it worse to be an out gay person in Os- i would wager it might be worse to be gay i i don't know that's my interpretation of of what i see in the in the headlines uh,
1: it 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 might be worse to be gay yeah it probably is um i think it's it's a hard comparison to make for the simple reason that atheists and atheism I still think is a new thing as far as Barbados is concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when when I when I was growing up, I never met any atheists. I heard of one or two room, people rumored to be atheists, but it was not a word that I heard mentioned much. I just knew it from sort of my reading, and perhaps that's one of the reasons why it took me a well while to get to atheism because it wasn't there on the table. So even so. I think it's different now, but whereas gay is completely different. I mean people know what this yeah, is this gay person is from they've always been been there uh even though people didn't often go out of the way to say they were gay you now in 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 Barbados has a reputation as people from the Caribbean would would probably attest to this and tease us a lot about this as being probably the gay capital of the Caribbean in the sense that uh, that i think the life the life to use their word again i hate using this because it's kind of a, a word that they use more than us but they would say that the gay lifestyle is more quote unquote tolerated in in country like Barbados. Wow. so i grew up in in a way where people were ridiculed for being gay but mm-hmm. there wasn't violence against gay people we was something that that people would would kind of make fun of. We had a group there called Mad that used to perform at Copover and they would do a lot of skits with this character called Archie Bullcocks, you know, and uh, <laughs> and uh, just a lot of uh, making fun of of uh, persons who were gay or trans, even transgender, transvestite, all these things were put into sort of one category and were seen as, as uh, articles of fun. When I look back at it, I start to think about how bad that was for people like to 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 do that to 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 community to really sort yeah, of yeah an entire say, to,
0: class of person to act that
1: person and so for a lot for that reason a lot of people would not have come out and said I am gay or I am transgender in fact uh, honestly I've only really met people who have. Come out saying they were gay in a in an outward way. Since I've been in Canada, honestly, uh, uh, we've had a few from the Caribbean who've been on our like our podcast who've been out, and obviously I've met some here in in Canada as well. But that was not something that was part of the Barbados reality, at least not then. Now, again, because I'm in the secular community, I've I've gotten more uh, sort of uh, uh, connections with those people in the transgender and the gay community. And so we see it, as in many other parts of the world, as a sort of combined fight with, uh, with with atheism. But it's still tough for those people. And so I think that it might be harder from that perspective than being an atheist, because I think as atheists, they they see us as still, as people that uh, sort of objects of pity, maybe people that have kind of uh, a away, maybe yeah. the devil got hold of us, maybe too much education has kind of turned us a little crazy, whatever. Uh, whereas in the it, it's it's still, they still consider that we are generally people, even if our morals are a little bit compromised, <laughs> um, in some people's minds, we're still sort of respectable people in this society in terms of persons that you can have a discussion with. The problem the, the thing with I think gay and transgender is that especially for men is seen as well you are less of a man when you're a lot and that for a lot of our of our cultures is it's sort of a big is a big thing because it's like an insult. You are less of you're kind of less of a, yeah. of a, a yeah. in in that sense whereas an atheist, you're kind of less but a different way but you can still,
0: it's like apples and oranges.
1: A, like, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a good question. It's a very good question. And I'm sure that there are people that would have different views on that. But there are times in, I think, for different reasons.
0: So I think we're, we're kind of running to the end here so I'm gonna I'm gonna just thank you David uh, for being on the show I totally look forward to being on your show uh, when it starts back up again can you just give uh, the coordinates again for uh, your podcast and uh, anything else you'd like to uh, you'd like to mention
1: yeah well um, the 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 podcast is freethinking Island you can get the episodes on www.freethinkingisland.com, and it's also on iTunes and the other uh, podcast uh, programs there that you can that you can get, you can you can see the, our past past episodes, and uh, yeah, as I said, we've had a little bit of a break, but we should be starting back uh, probably close to the end of this month or into into next month on that. So you can go and check those out. Um, my my personal blog uh, where I talk about some of these issues that we've talked about today, uh, Car Atheist uh And uh so that's another way you can you can look at some of what I've written there and I have some uh, links to to other uh, uh some of the other groups uh, around and uh Facebook we've got the from Barbados, the agnostic atheist free thinkers of Barbados uh Vaughn is the is the moderator there. And, again, you can go and check that out. We've got Caribbean Atheists. uh, So, and also on Facebook, Um, yeah, there's, uh, from Jamaica, Yardy Skeptics. So, that's, those are the main places that you can find what we are, what we're doing for the Caribbean, and uh, certainly, in terms of, you can also email me personally, if you want any information, Caribatheist at gmail.com. That might be the simplest thing, just... I'm always happy to meet other Caribbean people or people who support the Caribbean in uh, in what we're doing. As the, this is what we want to do to build this community uh, for the, for the Caribbean and for the for the wider world too, to take part in all the different things that are going on because we know that this is a big issue in the in the world. The issue of uh, of religion imposition and the issue of people not thinking with the kind of critical thinking that we would that we would ideally wish to have This concludes this episode of My Secret Atheist Podcast. Music is Curious by John Luke Hefferman, and Behind the Seas by Possumist. Both are available for download at freemusicarchive.org. Thanks for listening and tally ho.